live. See? So here we are right on time, I think. Uh, 2 o'clock. No, 2.30. Excuse me. Uh, Gilbert time. Welcome into our show, Silver Linings. It's Adam and Rex. A couple of things right off the bat. Um, we got here early, like I think at 1.30. And there was a huge table here at Panera. By the way, we're in Panera Bread in the back. We're the one on Baseline. What's this? Baseline and Valvis. Yeah, it's huge. Anyways, uh, we're in a back room. And uh, when I talked to the manager before, the manager was like, yeah, just show up. And we got Wi-Fi. And if there's anybody back there, they can, they're going to be part of it, too. And I was like, oh, great. We got, we're going to actually have people there when yeah. we get there if there's people here. So we come in, I hear these people talking, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is that language? And I said, it sounds Italian. So I asked the guy, I was like, are you guys uh, speaking Italian? He's like, yes. I was like, oh, my gosh, Rex knows Italian. So I said, so Rex, exciting. I said, Rex, go talk to that table. It's all speaking Italian. So you got a chance to – you said your Italian was it. terrible. It is terrible. I just sounded you, fantastic. You can ask him. Well, of course, if you don't speak the language, it sounds fantastic. It's a beautiful language. But they were very patient as our – all Italians, when you try to speak their language, they're very forgiving, very patient. They yeah. were very nice about it, But what a thrill to talk with some Italians. It's been a little while. Okay, so do this. Tell the – we have four people that are here right now mm -hmm. at our meet and greet that came early. Okay. Tell them something in Italian that that you would say. Well, we have more than four people because look at all – there were, there were two dozen people waiting – so we've got uh, a good group here. Stavo per dire quei italiani che stavano qui che noi faremo tutto questo podcast in italiano semplicemente per loro. Ma sono it sounds sono very... partiti, quindi siamo qui soltanto noi. You guys got that? So, you're so, welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> See, look at that. Barbara has a, the Italian hand yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome into uh, this podcast, live podcast. Um, while you guys were doing what you do, Rex has orchestrated. We have two people that are part of our group, I guess, or a podcast. A podcast team. Yeah, so talk, about, added, talk about that. We added to Sean, who's part of our team also. Yeah, Sean is a huge part of our, sh of our show. But at one point, we asked for moderators. We have a moderator for this live. How exciting. It's the first time we've had a moderator. We aren't going to hear from her, but Anna is in Montana. Yes. Not trying to make a ridiculous rhyme. And she is very persistent. We know several people, a dozen people volunteered to be moderators. And stand by, because we are going to have more moderators. We need more than one, because... You, they're volunteers, and our schedule may not coincide with their schedule, so we're going to need more than one. So we'll call on. We'll have a few people we can call on. But Anna's the first first one, so we're so grateful that she would volunteer and be the moderator. And right now, I haven't had anyone swear swear at us, so I think the moderator is working. Yes. Okay. And we have a hi from uh, Darlene in Nova Scotia. Oh, nice. Let's try a quiz. Do you know where Nova Scotia is? I do because okay. I watch a show called. Um, what? No, so not cool. that. What's the one where they find the buried treasure? Uh, anyway, moving on. No, Rex, this is important. <laughs> My brain's not working right now, but there's a show that is so good and it's in Nova Scotia. Okay. Oh, Oak Island. Okay. 
You guys know the Oak Island? Oh, you said Oak Island? <laughs> I didn't hear it. So I got to give myself credit for that. All right. So anyway. Does that mean you know where it is? Yeah, it's Canada. We'll move on from there. It's, it's so Canada. So not to embarrass them further. Sorry. Okay. So um, hello from Wisconsin. We have hellos from uh, several several places that are far from here. So Anna is posting up questions already that this is where we're going to read our questions oh, okay. from. We'll so Anna's doing her on. job. Where the, she's like, why aren't you guys reading the questions that – that we're asking. But before we do that, I just want to say that we have some people that are optimists, as we talked about earlier with the people that showed up for the meet and greet. Optimists are our our subscribers or whatever we're called, our group, our family, our friends have been so cool and good and uh, coming through with um, helping us do this podcast. Because mm -hmm. as we said, Rex and I were going to do 10 podcasts and we were going to, you know, out the door. Uh, we did it to do our book, which by the way, who Rex and I are under the gun with this book. Uh, we've been working night and day because our publish, publisher, Jane, is like, we got to get this. We said November 1st. We got to get this by November 1st. So. Jane, who is one of the optimists, one of our she optimists. She is. That's where we, that's where we met her. While. Yeah. Right. So, so anyways, we're Jane. in the middle of writing a book that's coming out November 1st. People are asking, can we buy the book? Can we pre-? pre and so all that stuff's available. Yes. You can pre-order the book. Yeah. And in fact, I'll show the people here. We'll probably pull up a thumbnail, but I'll show them the cover okay. of the book. And uh, there's a story behind the cover. I think as a bonus for these people listening to the live, we can tell the story of the cover. Oh, I do like that. Yeah. And the name of the book. Okay. Go ahead. I came name. up with that. Okay. Do I get credit for yes, that? Yes, you do. Tell okay. us the name of the book and why you came up with it. Okay. That. So coming up with the name for this book was very difficult because you want to kind of get people's attention but then you also don't want to over explain it where the title could be 50 words so the name of our book is going to be called Lori's lies and family ties so that's the name of the book and by the way the last chapter is mostly you guys We've taken comments from people that have made comments on our YouTube and then Rex and I are commenting on those comments for a whole chapter. And even that we feel really bad because we can do such a small percentage of the comments and there's so many excellent, heartfelt, generous comments. We just can't yeah. pay proper honor or attention to, to all of them. All of them, yeah. So uh, we'll talk more about the the book cover later. Okay. Let's let's start answering some of the questions okay. over here. Okay. Here we go. Uh, has JJ got his proper burial yet? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think so, and I don't know how long it will be. I don't know how many um, burials or memorial services there will be. I hope to make it to all of them. I hope to make it. I'm sure Kay and Larry will do one. Yes, for sure. Hope to make it to that in Louisiana. Uh, yeah. Probably one here in Arizona. Yep. I imagine your sister will do will yep. do one. She orchestrates. She do one for the Tylee as well. She's, right. Yeah. So we haven't heard anything on on that one. The next question was Lori excommunicated from the church. What did we just talk about? We were just sitting here talking about that. Uh, I only know this because one of our um, collaborators, a true crimer. By the way, we find out details, more details about our family members that are involved in this from true, you know, people that 
follow this as true crimers, then we know because as we were explaining during the meet and greet, family members, we take times in our lives where we don't follow it. It's just too heavy. I have daughters and several people know I went with three of my daughters to the trial. After the trial, they said, okay, I don't need to process anymore. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to be involved. We get that because we were the same way. The only reason we're so involved now is because being part of this podcast and writing the book has been so therapeutic for us, but it gets heavy and, and they don't want to follow. So uh, we're a little bit the same way in the details. We get details from from other people, and this is one of them that Lori was. Someone said they confirmed. I don't know how you confirm excommunication. It's not like the church publishes <laughs> it, but they confirmed that Lori had been excommunicated. Is that so. what you've heard? I think it's safe to say that. Um, yeah. Okay. Next. The next one, LMFAO. Kind of an interesting <laughs> name. I do like that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Rex, oh, for me, but I'll give you a chance too. When did you know Lori's behavior was questionable in reference to the kids? We haven't addressed that. We've talked about when we knew Lori was, her behavior is questionable. But yeah. in reference to the kids, I want to give two answers. Lori, for a long time, had said things from time to time. As one of her friends testified in court, she'd say things like, well, when the second coming comes, it's going to be so terrible, I'll just drive off a cliff with the kids. Now, when someone says that, you know, at that time, there weren't murders. There weren't there wasn't any reason to think she is being literal and serious. Now we could look back and say, oh, that should have been a warning sign. Maybe. But at the time it didn't. You know, it just seemed like um, a, war- a, a mother, war- a mother who's been, you know, whatever, said, you know, you guys all have kids. You know what it's like. Mothers, you guys say things you probably don't mean. Hopefully people don't take things you say literally when you don't want them to. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't think much about it that. So I didn't know anything was amiss with the kids. Now, when Charles was killed and the two kids were there, we don't know if they were in the room. The story is they were outside. Yeah. But since Adam and I both felt that that wasn't self-defense, as they said, we said, Okay, with the kids, are, there's, this is spiraling out of control. Yeah. Okay, but we didn't know. We still wished it wasn't true, but we hurt. We knew when the kids were missing, when Kay and Larry called for the welfare check. We didn't have part of that. We love Kay and Larry. We're so grateful they did that. But that was the first time I knew that in reference to the kids, you know, when we heard that, we both felt, Oh, good heavens. She did. She yeah. killed the kids. Yep. Yep. So that was the first time for me. Adam, anything different on that? No, I've talked about this a hundred times, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Hey, everybody's heard me say all the things that I've had to say. Um next. Um Kathy White. Yeah. Did you say it will be on Audible? I will wanna I still want a hard copy. Yeah. When it comes to our book. Um, unfortunately, I think Rex and I are actually going to voice our Audible book, um, which might take a little time. Um, but we're going to do that, and it will be available on Audible. Uh, and the hard copy, too, is, is, is a great way to get the book, too. I wasn't thinking of doing it on Audible, but one of our optimists threatened us, basically. <laughs> she said, you'd better do the voices on that. And yeah. this particular um, person who doesn't want to be named... 
knows who she is. Yeah. Um, this particular person, I do what she says. Yeah. Okay, what's the next question? And then we'll go to the uh, out here, the people that came to see sure. us ask and answer some of their questions. Katie did. Okay. It shows that you had that you have a 10.9 thousand subscribers, subscribers forever. Are there more than that now? I don't. We don't. We don't know. I know we have one more. I mean, <laughs> it, it's. I don't think our podcast is growing like other people's podcast is growing because not at this point. Yeah, I don't. I. I I mean, it may eventually, but I think the group that we have that watch our podcast, we all have something in common. There's, there's, a, there's a common denominator where we all feel like, you know, this is a place to come. That anybody can talk about anything. We're all open. We all want truth. We all want to heal. We all have each other's back. Well, there's a few commenters that probably don't have our back, and, and I did actually mention them in the book. But, um, but for for the most part, um, yeah, I'm not sure how this podcast is gonna. We just feel like it's organic, and there's a lot of people that are healing from it, and so that's why we're gonna continue to do it. But I think people are continuing to subscribe and some are dropping off. I think that's why the number has maintained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because so, we're not talking about every true crime thing out there. Yeah, we aren't true crime. We're not true crimers. As it, as it turns out. But all out. you guys are, and that's great. I'm glad you are. Uh, every, it, I, whatever makes you happy. At this point, um, maybe it'd be good to mention our other team member. Yes, let's talk. Let's let's do that. Okay. Do you want to describe describe what she's doing and how it came about? Well, Rex and I, as you know, I have a full time job, maybe three full time pickleball jobs, um, and Rex has a full time job. We want to do this podcast because we feel like it's helping people. Um, but as you can tell, we started doing this podcast. We were holding up our phones, going live in front of us uh, when we're not around Sean. So we felt like we just need, if this is a podcast is going to continue to go and grow and bring in guests, we've had a couple of guests that I really like that we had um, that we want to, you know, get this going. So we have somebody that's going to actually help us with everything. There's, well, there was a comment that people said, we want Optimus shirts and sweatshirts and all these stuff. Like Rex and I are never going to do any of that because we're just, we just aren't going to, but we have somebody who says, I will do everything. We're like, oh, What? Okay, you can do everything. We will let you do everything. So she will define what everything is. Yeah, Rex is like, look, whatever you can do, do. So I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to do this, 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 and this. Rex like, no, you do what you want. Because there is so much. We just want to be able That was a good move. Yeah, move me off. You can move you off, too. Why don't you move it down if you're going to play with the camera? There you go. And get us in there. Well, I don't have to be on, but you might move it down so we have less wall there. I don't know how to do that. This <laughs> does oh. Sean need to follow us everywhere? Stand, stand <laughs> okay. Um, and her first name's Lindsay. We didn't even ask if we could expose who she was. So oh, so we won't we won't expose her completely here. But we are so grateful. She volunteered. She contacted us on our email. We mentioned that we have an email now that comes more directly to us. Rex and Adam at gmail.com. She contacted us there and said, Hey, I'd like to volunteer. This is organization is my thing. And very impressive in what she does. And so we are going to be talking to her 
we were supposed to talk yesterday, then talk with her, but we didn't talk. So once we talk and figure out what we're doing, we will get her um, get her involved in getting us organized, get us better at communicating with people like we want to be, and get our guests lined up, et cetera. So we're grateful for so we got for her two, volunteering. two new people. So we have Sean and two other people that are going to help us, and we're excited about that about the podcast. If we're just going to continue to go, people are going to have to step in and help. Okay, and a quick one here. Yeah. Uh, the book name, please, had to step away. Lori's Lies and Family Ties with a subtitle of Healing from the Tylee and JJ Tragedy, I believe is the subtitle. Is that right? I think so, yeah. And okay. there's a cover picture of it that Rex's daughter actually drew. Actually woodburned. Yeah, woodburned. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I was talking to that daughter just, just before coming over here, getting a little more of that story, and we'll tell more about that. But first, you wanted to talk to some of our optimists that are here yeah does anybody have a question for us since you're here you you made a trip to are we in mesa is this mesa yes we're in you mesa. made a trip to mesa arizona to to come to our live event um and by the way why we're mentioning this so mary says are you guys doing a book tour i don't i think we and rex have like three interviews that are lined up to to talk about it but i don't think i don't think i think the days of book tours are over because everything's zoom right <laughs> we can do a book tour on, on Zoom. I don't know. Okay, I Signing can, I books. Can give the camera a try because people yeah. don't need the emergency exit door, probably. Oh, they don't. And we'll put our guests that you're about to talk to over here. Okay, Rex is about to uh, get this. Okay, so anybody have any questions that you've watched our podcast? Most of you have watched. Have you seen like like a five five podcast, or have you seen all of them, or just a couple? Listen. Oh, so you listen on Apple or? Where do you, yeah, how do you, this is, this is a good question. How do you listen? Do you listen to podcasts on what? Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Okay. What about you? Okay, Apple. Yeah. What about you? You watch it on YouTube? Okay. Watch it on YouTube. Okay. So I don't know. Rex and I usually just go to YouTube and we answer the questions. But now that we have a new email, maybe that will help out. Before you call someone up, this comment I want to comment on, you should autograph all of your books we're going to do something better than that. Because when you go to a book signing, the author usually gives you a little personalized note as long as, as well as autographing their books. So we can autograph our names in the book, but there is something better I found with the last book that I, in fact, let me show it. Rex's, Rex's book that came out, this is a really cool thing. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, they do this now? New technology. Okay, so what I'm holding up here is called spoke note. So what we do is we can make a video. Oh dang, this one's not open. But it's a little there. Yeah, we're we're I'll fix with it. This. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I fixed it for you. It's um a little QR code like it shows on there. Let me get it up there. There's a QR code, they're each unique, and so we scan the QR code make a video with our camera of say whatever we want and then upload it, put it in the book. And anytime you want to, you can scan that QR code and see that video that we personalized in the book. So instead of writing out a note, especially since my writing with essential trimmers is horrendous. And my writing is even worse than that. And I don't have trimmers. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> so that's just a cool, um, 
Yeah, cool. That so, so we'll do that in the books. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. Uh, so you guys listened or watched what? Or a million? You have a question? No question. Statement. Have we? <laughs> Yeah, come on. They're from they're from they're from Mesa. Okay. Well you want here, grab your microphone though. There you go. There. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so give us uh give us something. Sorry. Okay. This is what live is great. This is why live is great. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh give us something. You said I've answered a lot of I've answered a lot and you've had a lot of questions. Um, well, I've just oh, sorry. I've been watching for have been watching this from the beginning. There you go. I've been watching it from the beginning and um and I've just had a lot of questions, but through most of these podcasts you've a- answered all of them and like you were saying, you don't you've answered it like a hundred times. <laughs> so Yeah, there's been a lot. <laughs> But um, we don't want to discourage people from asking questions because we've answered them a lot because we know not everyone hears everything we say. Right. So, of course, we're going to have to repeat answers a lot because there's some common questions out there. And not everyone hears the one time or two times that we answer it. But I think hearing your guys' experience with all of this um, is part of the healing process as we were talking about we've had similar family issues that uh, we've had to deal with and it's nice to know we're not alone so i think that's part of this podcast and i and this is one of the reasons i know that no one's gonna have what happened to my me and my family i, I think that that's just gonna be by itself but then last podcast when i was asking rex went to my brother's funeral and i wasn't invited and i don't think i was even invited to some of Lori's weddings i don't think i ever went to any of Lori's weddings to be honest with you <laughs> i didn't i didn't and there were a lot she had five <laughs> She had five weddings. I wasn't invited to one of them. And so with that, I feel like in our podcast, you know, being relatable to other people, what they're going through. And that's why this podcast is so good, because like I said, everybody has something in their life could be physical or could be mental or could be spirit, like whatever it is. You were saying that, look, we didn't get invited to our brother's wedding. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So you understand a little bit of how that feels. Right. Yes. So. Um, that's why I, th- I, I just think that with our podcast, we talk about a lot of different stuff, but people can relate to all kinds of things like that. Quick side trip on weddings. You weren't invited to Stacy's wedding. Nope. I know I was there. That was in Hawaii. She eloped to Hawaii. I didn't have the money to go. Yeah. She was going to have a wedding in Southern California, but ended up eloping to Hawaii. I happened to be there. So got to go to the wedding. I'll tell you all about it. Good. Wild wild story. That's my oldest Um, sister. 
neither were you at uh, at Alex's first no, wedding. I think Alex so neither. Alex's first wedding was a shotgun wedding. His her dad was in the backyard with a legitimate shotgun. And they got married in the backyard. But she wasn't pregnant, I don't believe. No, and I was okay. not invited to that either. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. We're, we're at two right now. We're yeah. going to do a count here. Okay. Of course, you weren't invited to Zalima's and Alex's wedding. No. None not... of us knew it happened, not even his mother. No. So okay, none so of that's us were invited three. to that. I was invited to my wedding, which was <laughs> Who good. Who invited so... you? I invited myself. Okay. I'm sure my ex-wife was like, right, we could do this without you. <laughs> um. So I've been invited to one. That's mine. Okay. And then Summer and Jeff's. You were invited. You were there. I was I at Summer yeah. and Jeff's. I was at Summer and Jeff's. Okay. So I was at one sibling's wedding, and then Lori, I wasn't at any of her five. Yeah. I thought you were close at one point, aren't you? <laughs> with Lori? Yeah. So me and Lori were super close, but I'm not sure what happened with the whole wedding situation. She got married to a guy in high, out of high school. And that was, I was in, I did a, my life was a radio. I lived, I lived everywhere else. Like my family lived here and I was all over the, all over the country doing a radio career. So I would come back on holidays or something like that to hang out with my family, but I wasn't there day to day and, and that stuff. So and she didn't do traditional weddings. No, anyway. nothing there was nothing short, in my family. Yeah. There was no traditional weddings. And really Joe and Charles were the only weddings that, she would have wanted people to know about anyway. Yeah. Because with Nelson, true. I don't think, I don't know. Or will. A ceremony or will. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good question, though. Way to go. Way to, <laughs> way to bring us all the way back around again. <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. Yes, and thank you. Let's see what, what's going on with our with our live group here. Um, oh, Nona Malou. We can... Carla Italiano Anke. A Siciliana. She's Sicilian. Oh, because I lived in Sicily and they don't even speak Italian there. I have stories about that. I, they speak a dialect that's it's barely Italian. Italian. There are a few words in there that are Italian. Wait, Sicily doesn't speak. If you... Now, they all know Italian, but the Sicilian dialect is not a, not really Italian. Wow. The things you learn on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I... hey, uh... We can Reora sono innamorata. Now she's in love. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Nona Malau. Anna, are you putting like, where are we supposed to watch these? Where, Anna, where are we supposed to look at these uh, questions that come up? Um, are there any questions that you're not highlighting? Or She put them up there for a minute. Right well, on the she's screen. highlighting some things up here, but these are for us to answer. They aren't on the screen. Oh, I thought so she we would. we can answer them if we want. Oh, okay. We haven't skipped any yet. So no, wait. Was, what? Gonna there's answer a, one. Oh, there's yeah. a ton of them. Where, where are you at? Yeah. I can go, um, Trish, because this comes off our last uh, our last podcast. Okay, I'll I'll try it first and give it to you. So Trish asks, "Do you think teachings of any church are dangerous?" No, I don't think any teachings of any church are dangerous. What makes something dangerous is what we interpret and do with it, and so it doesn't matter which church it is. If an evil person, if a whack job not to name Lori specifically and Chad, et cetera. But if they do something evil with a teaching, doesn't matter what church it is or what scripture, that's that's evil. That's not the church. Yeah. So I don't lay any on that any of that on a church. Now, there are people that just about all of us follow like minded people. I love being in the culture of my church because I'm with like minded people. But the teachings are for me to 
to deal with and each person to deal with. So I don't lay that at the feet of the church. I lay that at the feet of people. If you do something evil with it, you're evil. Yeah. If you well, do you, something good with it, you're good. You mentioned that <laughs> before, good yeah, and evil versus religious stuff, and I like that. Yeah. I think that's true. You, anything else you want to say about that one? No. Okay. No. Um. Ooh. Do you want? Do you want to? Oh no! <laughs> I don't want to. Wait. Uh, there's a question that was asked again: Is dealing with family members that are around and are part of things, and we don't always answer those questions because they're family members that are around and part of things, and you know we filter it and we're considerate about our relationship with them and their desires yeah. to be brought up in public or not. So, well, there's we're a, going to take that uh, option. Yeah, to option out. I feel like you know there's going to be a case here in Arizona. Then there's Chad's case in Idaho and Lori's case here. So once I think once everything is done, then we'll be able to our wild speculations. We'll be able to even talk about those kinds of things. as Aren't well. there two cases here in Arizona? Isn't there Brandon's attempted murder and Charles oh, yeah. conspiracy I think to so. murder Charles? So yeah. That's, so there'll be two, two here. Two here. Yeah. You should know this. You're probably going to be a witness to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, okay. Let's, so, yeah. So as those are going on and things come out that where we aren't implicating or speculating too wildly in someone's personal life is still there, then we'll be able to talk. More uh, there's it. a question from Tori. Was I at Colby's wedding? I was oh. not. Zach, my son, was. Uh, Lori and Charles uh put Lori put uh Colby's wedding together in their backyard and um my son was one of Colby's best man or groomsmen I'm not sure how that went down uh, I was not I was actually working in Kansas so I did not show up for that um Dr. Lynn who I I want to call out cuz she's always been a good good supporter. She oh, asked a question. Thank here. you Dr. Lynn for watching the podcast. Yeah, and she's asking if we'll do another one here cuz she missed this one. First of all, you can still come down if you're in the area. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure we will do more here because I'm here every month and you live here. So Yeah. Just target of opportunity. But somebody did say more. hello from Germany. I don't know if we're going to make it to Germany. I've never been to Germany, so You've been everywhere, so well, not Germany, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, there are a lot of those European countries. I can you speak Italian in Germany? Would they you can. No, no one would understand you, but yeah. most people won't understand me in Italy with the way I speak Italian. Oh, you so. did good today. I was so impressed. Yeah. Well, me too. They weren't that impressed, but I was impressed that I could put yeah. a couple sentences together. Um, didn't Lori do destination weddings? I don't. <laughs> I guess you could call it that the destination was away from everyone else. So, you know, that was the destination. Apparently, yeah. Because yeah, she did the thing in Hawaii. Yeah. But her older sister, Stacy, as I said, eloped to Hawaii. Hawaii's always been a big deal in the Cox family with Janice and Barry escaping yeah. there often. Yeah. Often. Uh, Lily Lady Die, Lodi Die. She says, Have you ever met Melanie Gibb? And what did you think about what she knew? You know, I got to tell you, I've never met Melanie Gibb, don't know anything about her. I know that um, people that did meet her in my family did not like her. Um, but, yeah, I 
here I go. I think that she knows a lot. Yeah, we can wildly speculate. Like yeah, that. I, 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 I yeah. think she knows a lot more too. Yeah, but we're wildly speculating. Yeah, I don't know any more than you do on that. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Oh, I'll say. What does that say? Why Lori's first husband's been interviewed? I, th- I think the question is. Why haven't Lori's first husband's oh. not been interviewed? I'm guessing. I mean, really? When she was 16 years old or 18 years old or whatever? Oh, yeah. she was 18 or 19? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. They probably declined if, if somebody found them. Yeah. I wouldn't even know to look for them, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. Yeah. I've okay. never. Well, I talked to each of them. Okay, here's a family funny that no one really cares about. I um, do. I like funny. I was known for. With Nelson, when she married Nelson, first one, um, family wasn't very happy. She wasn't married very long. I talked to him on the phone once, though, and said, Nelson, you probably haven't heard this from anyone else in the family, but welcome to the family. <laughs> you know, I, did, I hadn't met him in person, but I just said, welcome to the family. Well, a week later, they were split up. So, Oh, really? Yeah, that, you know, me, me being part of it didn't have anything to do with it. But similarly with Will, same thing. On the phone, now Will and Lori lived in Del Rio, Texas. You know about because you lived with me in Del Rio, Texas. But other than that, not too much going on in our family in Del Rio, other than the <laughs> fact that I lived there. But I thought, oh, cool, someone from Del Rio. So I talked to Will once and said, hey, Will, um, we haven't met, but no one else has probably said this to you. Welcome to the family. Sure enough, a few weeks later, they were split up. And so, <laughs> so... When Lori married um, Joe, married Joe, I really liked Joe, and I spent a few times with them in the, you know, in their home. And I said, "Well, Joe, uh, Joseph, I called it. He liked me to call him Joseph. Okay, I don't know what other people experience was. I said, Joseph, um, you probably won't hear me welcome you to the family because that hasn't worked out very well. Yeah, and uh, somebody asked about Zulema." Uh, on here. I didn't welcome her to the family, although I <laughs> I didn't even know I her. I didn't know that nobody knew that they were even married. The crazy thing about that is, like, you know, we talked about this I think in two podcasts ago, where I I I believe that Chad and Lori made Melanie and Alex go get married to be part of their collecting the hundred forty four thousand. But with that being said, um, like nobody knew Alex even married Zulema. Like my parents didn't know Zulema's son. Didn't know, like nobody knew. It's like a secret. So out Zulema, uh, except for that she could whip up tornadoes. Well, that was her job. I don't know of any she whipped up. Oh, I don't know, but maybe she did. I mean, when I heard that, I was like, hold on. You're telling me that Chad told her she has powers to make a tornado happen and she believed it and she actually acted like, Oh yeah, let me, let me do some tornado work over here and blow some wind over here. It's like the fantasy is so out of control for me to think that people could actually think that they not just think that, but go along along with something like that. Like, I don't know. It's that. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Do you want to, do you want to do that one? Yeah, sure. I'd like to hear that. Okay, go ahead. Read it. I'll read it, and then you answer. All right. It appears that Chad was... Charles. Charles, thank you. It appeared that... Thank you. It appeared that Charles was very much in love with Lori. He tried so hard to get her help. Adam, what was he like? What was Charles like? Yeah. 
I, I, I really like Charles. Um, a, he's conservative. He's a Dallas Cowboy fan. He would send me memes about all the liberals. Like, you know, he had a great sense of humor. Um, he always wanted to have fun, good time. Um, sometimes he's stressed out a little bit, but I told the story about when uh, he singed his eyebrows making his steak. He ate his steak every night. He loves steak. So, um, but overall, he's just, you know, Charles was Charles. I, I don't know. Loved him. Yeah. Loved him. Just a good, good salt of the earth type guy. Yeah. Always. And, and something I pay attention to there in uh, neurolinguistic programming, NLP. Y'all don't have to care about what that is. Wait, what is that? We don't care. Okay. But it is, uh, is how you relate to, it talks a lot about how you relate to people. And, and people generally relate to people one of two ways. You're either, you either sort by self. So when you relate to people, they tell a story, you tell a story, and it's not to turn attention on yourself necessarily. Although people that do that sort by self too, but it's yeah. just to say, hey, I'm relating to you. I have a similar story. And then there's sort by others where someone tells a story about themselves and you say, really tell me more about that. And you get into their story. You don't tell your own story and try to tell. Oh, You're yeah. very much like that. You sort by others. Yeah. I, I try to not, there's not a right or wrong here. It's not better to be one than the other. Um, but Charles was a sort by others. He's always talking about you. If you're in his presence, he's talking about you. And he had opinions like what you need. <laughs> you need sir, you need to be a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah. Certain things. Yeah. He's opinionated, but he was just always interacting, um, connecting with people on their terms, not his own terms. Yeah. That endeared him to all of us. Uh, let's see. What does it say? Oh, gosh, y'all. Let's not bring up the storm. <laughs> <laughs> we so, don't want to talk about storms. That's sorry. Uh, kind of a warped word now in our vocabulary, isn't it? In everyone's vocabulary. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see. We badly need rain in Louisiana. Oh, great. We have, a, we have a raised hand. Come over. Come on over. Yes, we love it. We're, we're doing okay. a live. We did a, we're doing a live from uh, Panera Bread in Mesa, Arizona. Um, and so... We like to get to meet some of the people that listen to our podcast and and oh, much better. All right, let's talk first. Tell it to everybody your name, Kathy Carlson. Kathy, all right, Kathy. What's what's your question? So you were saying that you knew, um, you know, at one point you knew that Lori had done something with the kids. So, what was it about Lori that made you know? Yeah. Well, for me, when when the kids were missing and, you know, my parents and Summer were in denial that Lori could have done anything with the kids. You saw them on TV and say what they said. Um, my thing was when Charles was killed, my mom and Summer and my dad believed that story that Lori told. So they thought that that was a self-defense where I thought they murdered him. Right. Okay. So right off the bat, that was the big thing for me. And then um, when when he died and then uh, Tammy died, I'm like, they both killed their spouses. There's there's you know, something is people are saying coincidence. And 
I'm just like, oh, you can't be that dumb. But so there's that. And then Alex died. And at that point, still, the kids were missing. And so I was like, when they asked Lori, hey, Lori, where are the kids? And she, she and she's like, no comment. I was like, the kids are dead. They're dead. So it was because of those other deaths that you were my like, My okay. personal feeling was yeah. I was like, I hope I'm wrong. And that there, there, there was 99% of me saying I knew the kids are dead. There was 1% of me saying, you know what? I hope that they're hiding somewhere in Hawaii like, like people are saying. I was like, I hope that's true. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was like, I was completely, you know, all in on that. I'll add something else to that. When you knew, and you, you believe this too, because we talked about it a lot during those times. If you knew Tylee and JJ, you knew no one else was watching JJ. Now you could buy the fact that, okay, Tylee was with them, but you also knew that Tylee was not going to be silent, not going to be not heard from by anyone her friends, her family members, mm-hmm. she wasn't going to be somewhere and and be that contained. Yeah, nothing, yeah. it just didn't make sense. There's nothing that made sense about it yeah. other than the fact that if you believe she that they killed Alex and then Tammy, yeah, this just followed. What did you think? Or when did you think, oh... Well, once I heard like the other two killings, I was like, "Oh, she did it! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she did it!" Yeah, but, yeah. So we didn't know why. Yeah. yeah. Like, why is she? Right. And did, has she? Did she like change over the years from like childhood? You know, people over, over the days and yeah. weeks. It didn't take years. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. You know, people want to say that Lori was a certain way her whole life and all that. I, I mean, I didn't see it. I mean, she was a great sister. She, you know, all in charge of all the family functions. She made sure everybody had a great time. I mean, I think once she started going down the the whole thing of the end of the world and prepping and, you know, predicting the end of the world, that was something that really started turning her to a whole other person and spectrum and her, her all of her energy went to that. Then, you know, near-death experiences was a huge thing for her. She wanted to have one. She wanted to be somebody who was special, and it never happened. So I think she just made it up. So it was over a short period of time where she turned. I think the last five years. Last okay. the, the last five years. Well, obviously, the last – how long has she been in jail? Two years? Something like that? Yeah, but anyway, before before all this stuff, she started going down that path, and it wasn't like a clear thing where like, oh, she's crazy. It was like, oh, she's into prepping and she's into that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, so I mean, that's that's when I, I just all those things made sense to me. And me and Rex talk about this all the time. We use our common sense more than anything, and that in your your gut feeling, your intuition, or what do you call it, your internal guidance system use that a lot um but yeah i um i want to say something about that too just from from a comment someone made from our last podcast and clarify something because um when i talk about your conscience your internal guidance system whatever you want to call that what I'm talking about is not your own, it's not your heart. And someone equated it to your heart and they said, you shouldn't trust your own understanding. 
And the person that made that comment, let me be clear, I agree with you 100%. I'm not talking about listening to yourself. I'm not talking about listening to your reasoning, your limited experience. Whatever that conscience is, for people that are religious, they feel it's your connection with God. For people that believe in nature, they're humanists or naturists, it's your connection with the universe. For people that are atheists, it's just your common sense that connects. But everyone, even if you aren't religious, don't believe in God. You believe in science and natural law. And darn near all of us feel that we have an internal guidance system that's smarter than us, that's better than us. Because we know when we ignore it, we weren't ignoring ourselves. We're ignoring something that's trying to get us to be our higher self. So when I'm talking about it, I'm not saying trust your own experience and your own reasoning. I'm saying trust that part of you that comes from outside of you that is a lot smarter than you. Okay, so I want to make that clear. And that's what we're trying to follow, not just our own our own reasoning. All right. Thank you. Any other questions? Are we going to talk about pickleball or what? <laughs> we don't need to talk about what well, we can. She, her sister works at Chicken and Pickle. That's where I learned how to play pickleball. <laughs> Not the one here, the one in Wichita. Is it your sister? Your niece. So she wanted to talk about pickleball. Uh, Visions of Glory. There's the other one. That, that book. Has anybody here read the book Visions of Glory? Have you read it? Did it did it wow. did it make an impact on you at all, or did you feel like it was dumb, or did you like, man, this book was incredible? You remember? Wow. Yeah, she said she was like, wow. Yeah. Could you interpret that for us? Like, wow, like, because so many people love that book. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, from this one book, Visions of Glory, Lori and Chad's thing is there's a bunch of plagiarism or is it or, yeah or you just copy it they're just so, so that yeah there was a lot of that going on um and then there's other cults that we found out that also stem from that book yeah so mm -hmm. it's interesting and, you know by the way Lori is trying to get me to read all kinds of books and sent me stuff all the time i never read one of them so i'm not a reader oh look i've written a book and now i'm writing my second book i'm not a reader yeah I'm not a reader. I can listen to books all day on Audible. You probably even haven't read the book we're writing, have you? You haven't read the manuscript, the copy? I've read parts of it. I'm so busy <laughs> writing, Rex. I'm writing. Please. Okay. We have a deadline Tuesday. We have more stuff to write. <laughs> okay. I don't necessarily agree that Visions of Glory should be taken off the shelves. I don't like the whole censoring thing, but... Um, I think people that are interested should read it, especially if you're interested in this case, so you can make your own determination of, you know, what they were using to justify what they're, what they're doing. But the fact that it's influenced people to do evil stuff does not speak highly for it. Right. But of course, the Bible yeah. has, too. So yeah. you aren't going to condemn the Bible because some people have used that as a cover for their evil. So... Um, we're, we're, I'm back on another question. Okay. Uh, is Zulema in touch with any of your family members? Adam, you have spoken, have you spoken with your sister-in-law? I, I guess she is sister -in -law. my sister-in-law. Well, not now. I, I mean, Chad has to be my brother-in-law. 
Well, not I'm now. thinking about this well, yeah. family reunion that we could put together. <laughs> I now I want to go. I want to meet my family. I think everyone would be there. I don't think Zulema's your sister-in-law now since her husband's dead. Yeah, I don't. I, I've not been in touch with Zulema. I've never met her. I've never spoken to her. I think she put Alex's funeral together. So my mom and my sister have talked to her. I talked you, to her. You talked to her. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in touch with her? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody's in touch with Zulema. Yeah, she didn't give me her number and said, let's hang out. But you're a family. Yeah, but she invited everyone that was at the memorial service to her house for tacos, but I didn't go. You didn't? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have been tempted. I love tacos. Why? I'm not going um, to. At that time, think of the timing. You don't know who's doing what, who is... Um, on what side, yeah. who's capable of what. I just thought I'd go look at my, I'd go take um, care of my sick grand dog in town. <laughs> grand dog? You, was that Kimmy's, Kimmy's dog? dog, yeah. You were he called was a, sick. You were grand dog? Legs. Your G grand, your G dog? Yeah. And so I thought, I thought, you know, I'd, I'd like to get to know people better, maybe under different circumstances when I knew who was what and yeah. who. Yeah, I was unsure. You didn't know. At that time, we had no idea what was going on with whom. I mean, we just found out that Alex was married. Alex was dead. We didn't know how. We didn't hadn't heard yet there was natural causes, but even when we heard, we didn't believe that. Had <laughs> Mizzle pan the room with that. Well, okay. did I pan the room? Did everybody get it? <laughs> hey, everybody was on. Yeah. <laughs> so... So, yeah, you didn't – it was just a strange time, was it not? Oh, yeah, so strange, very strange. Uh, Anna, how are you doing in Montana? You're doing a great job as the moderator. I just don't know what what to do. We are so thrilled to have a moderator. <laughs> so um, grateful. Um, let's see. We can – I don't think we have a lot of people okay, asking I'll, questions. I'll address this one. What is it? Are you going to click it on there? Because um, a lot of people ask this, so let me let me address it. Okay. I don't know if you if we talked about this. Mm-mm. Okay. I've heard of the Reverend Donna Serafina, and listened to her early on in the in the process. To you know when she is um, giving her readings, she's a, a psychic. I think is the right term. Okay. Like giving readings. Um, apparently, she's helped law enforcement from time to time, and. I've heard kind of two sides of this. I personally don't have a personal feeling toward her, but from what I heard myself early on, and then what I heard later, it seemed to me to be slightly different. And I was told, I don't know this, I was told that some of the stuff she put out early on was taken down, okay, because it didn't work out, but the stuff that was still up there was you know, very, very accurate as far as what she said about Tylee and JJ. So okay. I haven't chosen to bring her up between us and say, hey, should we interview her? And maybe we will. I'm not saying we won't. And I'm not saying she's wrong or the people that gave me contrary information are right. I just haven't chosen to pursue that. Okay. I like that. And, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I get ske- I'm skeptical of psychics sometimes. Um, so... I don't know. I know. I'll, I'll, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. 
Very good. I've, I've interviewed a few on the radio. Do you guys know the Long Island, the medium? Yes. You ever seen that show? So Teresa came to my radio show and she came to Wichita. She came on the show. We talked. Then I went to her show because my wife at the time loved her show. And so we went and watched it. And then I saw some things. I was like, she's like, I see a brown couch. And this lady was like, oh, yeah, my um, my uncle's neighbor had a brown couch. And I was like, are they being for real? And so but the things that she would say, it was like it would be so far fetched. But I feel like she made them feel like they were getting the answers that they wanted. They left happy. So I had a big, huge discussion with somebody about it. I was like, that's fake. And they're like, it doesn't matter if it's fake. The people that came left happy. And I was like, okay. If, if, they, if they left believing that they talked to somebody on the other side, that's great. Then I was like, okay, I guess it doesn't matter if it's fake or not. So uh, that was the perspective of, of that anyways. So anyway, we have her on. I'll ask her about a brown, qu- uh, brown couch and see what she says. Okay, let me, let me address this one. Neither Lori nor Chad were at Alex, Alec, Alex's um, memorial service. People have asked that a lot. Neither of them were there. I believe they were in Hawaii already at that time. Um, and then here, let's show this one. Do either of you get approached in public bringing up the fact that you are Lori's relatives? Oh, my. Um, let's look at what's the answer here. I do not. I've had a couple of encounters, um, but nothing, nothing terrible. But, you know, it's it's awkward. When you like somebody's like, oh, I saw I had somebody that said, oh, I, I saw you on TV. And I was like, oh, he's like, you're Lori's brother. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, and then we had a conversation and it's I don't know. It just feels awkward sometimes. But That's, uh, I've had that interaction, not in public. Maybe at a party or something, right? Because someone, <laughs> yes. Alex knows my close friend group because he's, he's Adam. Yeah, Alex doesn't know him. No. He may know them. How many? Rex has called me Alex like ten times on these podcasts. I have I because have. he spent Sorry a lot of time that. with Alex. I did here in here in the Phoenix area. He's a stand-up comic here. I yeah. come down, listen to his routines. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that, Adam. Thank you. Adam was part of my close friend group there in St. George. You went to some of the events. Yeah, you have great friends. Yeah. And they're all rich, so I love them. Yeah. <laughs> great houses, great parties. They were great houses, yeah. great parties. And, uh, you know, they would, when we'd be at a party, one of them would tell a friend. So I'd be meeting someone new for the first time at one of these parties, and one of the friends would walk by and say, Hey, Rex, tell, tell so-and-so about your, your um, serial killer niece. You know, your serial killer nephew, you know, and then just walk away, you know, just <laughs> kind of like that. So yeah. I've had a few encounters like that and then stand there staring at me. I'd say, OK, <laughs> guess I should tell you something. <laughs> you know, it's, here's weird. So Rex and I are we're in the middle of writing a book and we have to, you know, have our stuff in on Tuesday. And so the last couple of days I've been going through some of the comments and I started going back to like maybe it was episode four. And somebody mentioned that you were laughing. And how dare you laugh when we're talking about this subject? And then I 
copied that and I put it in the book. And then I made a comment about, you know, how when people grieve and everybody here is grieved about something and um, how do you grieve? And, and do you, is it just crying? Is it laughing? Is it dark humor? Is it a combination of everything? So I started thinking about, you know, when people grieve or, or, or people, we, anyways, you got judged and I ta- I backed you up on the book. So Thank you, you. You'll Thank be, you. when you read the last chapter, you'll be like, Oh, he's, he did, he did do me right on this one. <laughs> well, you always have done me right. So yeah. I won't be surprised, but I'll be grateful. Yeah. Anyways, we, we, Rex and I try to laugh. We're, we, our whole family has, you know, we joke around about movies and just fun stuff all the time. So when this happened, it took a lot. My personality literally went from here to here. I was a different person for four years. And I'm just now starting to, I think, come out of that. I don't think we'll be the same person even coming out of it. No. We won't be completely the same. And this is a long discussion. I think this discussion will carry on for a long time amongst all of us the whole community is, what does healing mean? Does it mean you return to where you were and you just have a little scar like physical healing? I don't, I don't think it means that. And I'm getting a lot of insights from people on that. I don't know that we'll be the same, especially as in, we're in circumstances where we're talking about this. That depends on how we're talking about it. Here, you know, we've been pretty light, okay? And sometimes we'll be talking about it, it'll be, it'll be pretty heavy. And I think with the upcoming trials, that's going to bring us back to, um, I know that was some of the heaviest time for me, for my wife, for my daughters. And we'll be talking about it differently. I think when we find out what we're about to find out about cults and about the occult and how much they were involved, it's looking more and more like they were involved. I think that's going to be real heavy. We won't be joking a lot during those right. particular discussions. But like we had a we had a comedian, one of my friends on a couple of podcasts ago. His name is Craig Shoemaker. He's a stand up comic. He's funny. He made me laugh. Um, and he said he laughing is healing. It it it, op- it it increases your endorphins. It's like laughing is like a it's like a physical thing that can help you heal. So we talked about that and during that podcast that you know sometimes we will be lighthearted and laughing but there's other times we'll cry rex has cried like five times on this podcast i know i don't mind crying in public i know i just hate that the fact that it stops me from talking expressing what i'm trying to express well i did mention you in the book crying and laughing so i got you'll 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 read the whole thing thanks for that (laughs) it's a good thing you'll you'll, i think you'll like the the, where i went with the context i think you'll like the context yeah Mm mm-hmm I don't mind people. People know I cry. I cry every year, just so you know. Um, my Memorial Day tradition, there are a few traditions we do, but one of them is I watch Saving Private Ryan, and I cry like a baby at the last scene. There are several times in that movie where I cry, but the last scene I cry like a baby, and I'm not ashamed of that. It's just I'm glad I'm not trying to communicate with anyone you know, at that time. I love this because this is a topic that I want to go with and I don't even want to answer any more questions. What movie do you cry at? A, Rudy. B, Hoosiers. <laughs> C, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Hoosiers? Uh, really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm fired up on that. Okay. Um, there's okay. a movie called Miracle about the U.S. hockey team. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I Talk about crying at movies. Yeah, that's me. And I'll, I'll hit this last question. Look at the time here. It's been about an hour. Um, Paula asks, 
Um, thank you, Kathy. Looking forward to the book. Yes. I appreciate that. We hope the book comes out because Rex and I still have to send. We got till Tuesday. to. Send. We have I, till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I think our publisher is motivated. It's got to come out. The question is, <laughs> will we look like illiterate idiots or will the book be finished? I is hope, the please. I'm still, I'm working. But she's going to put it out. Jane, I am working. I'm letting you know right now. I am sending you stuff. Rex, how's your relationship with your sister and her family? Janice and I have always been very close. This has put a strain in that we don't talk as much. We're in the same town. We don't hang out as much. There are some reasons for that. When we do hang out, we hung out at Adam's pickleball game, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? Yep. Uh, and I won. And I won yeah, when you were there. Looked, he looked really good. Thank Wrote you. Very impressive. I'm kidding. And uh, no, you aren't. You <laughs> did win. And you were impressive. And, uh, you know, so I've always loved her, and this won't change that. Yeah, and, good, good. you know, we'll have a good relationship. But, yeah. of course, this is strange when we talk about this. We're very deliberate, not quite eggshell deliberate, but but like that. So it affects all the relationships. Yeah. Um, and some are more, more strained than others. We got a question from Pickleball. We've answered that a couple times. Um, Rex I don't mind and, answering it. No, no. Well, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just, we've answered this a couple of times because this is a big thing. Um, there's members of our family that don't want to be part of this podcast. That a I don't think members. I don't think I don't think they watch it. Um, Lori may watch it in jail. We don't know. <laughs> Lori, if you're watching right now, no, you're not listening to the words we're talking. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah, some of our family members are not for the podcast. They they want to deal with it as like let it go away. Where Rex and I are therapeutic about it, and it helps us to be therapeutic about it. And we, my mom and my sister, my dad's like, look, whatever we talk about, I don't want you talking about it on the podcast. I'm like, that's fine. So there's a few things I would love to say, but I was like, I'm not going to mention it because I'm going to respect what you have to say. So and I respect that. And I told my mom and my sister, my dad, I was like. We got into a big fight about, you know, who's right and who's wrong about whatever. And I was like, look, I have the right to feel exactly how I feel from what I went through. Now, you went through something different and you have the right to feel that. So I feel everybody has the right to feel how they and, and you have to accept, you know, their opinions on what they believe with their experience of what happened. So. Yeah. So, I, yes, not very many people, I think. Maybe a few of your kids, not even some of your kids watch either. So, Well, I have three daughters in town right now. That are not here. That, that aren't here. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're, they had enough. In fact, all four of my daughters are here because oh, yeah. KK, the youngest yeah, yeah, yeah. book cover artist, is yeah. even in town here. Nice. And they aren't here because they have dealt with this enough. And right now, for the last few months, it's they don't want to deal with it right now. Yeah. And we re not only do I respect that, I encourage that. Yeah. I want them to follow their conscience in the way they heal, just like I want everyone to do that. Follow your conscience in the way you heal with all the tragedies you have. Yeah. I don't I don't encourage you to follow anyone else's ideas, including including ours. Follow yep. your your internal guidance on that. Now we're getting a lot of questions all of a sudden. Now that we're going to good for you holding your boundaries. That's good. Do you guys watch South park and look who that's from? That's from Lindsay. Oh, I, Hey Lindsay. Lindsay is our person that volunteered that is going to, 
um, run, run our, run our podcast for us. Yeah. And eventually our lives. Uh, South park. I've seen South park. I haven't watched it in a long time though. Is there something about South park? Do they do, do they make fun of our podcast or something? Um, I don't know, but the character in there, I can't remember his name. The guy that looks Cartman? like a potato Cartman. I, I always, I always say that Chad Daybell is a love child of that guy in the Michelin man. Oh my God. So that's my connection to the family guy, but I've never, I've never, Oh no. Oh, South, South park. park. Yeah. I'm talking about, you're talking guy. about family Disregard guy. That's that. Peter Griffin. My slur, slur against Chad just went, went, it went against the wrong you. direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What does this say? Did anyone record Al's comedy appearances and what were the topics like beyond attacking Joe Ryan? I'll tell you how I started because I always wanted to start this. But see, people don't like hearing that Al did anything good because what he did that everyone knows about is so atrocious. Yeah. They don't want to acknowledge. And now because I'll say it since I attribute it to Al, no one will think it's funny. But he had started his routine saying, saying, uh, I'm Alex Cox. I'll be your Mormon comedian this evening. Don't worry. I won't try to convert you. I'm not a good Mormon. Oh, <laughs> I love that line. I always want to use that. That's you know, good. This I like it. stuff that's up there. I like it. We aren't trying to convert our optimists. No. We, aren't that good. we aren't that good of Mormons. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For those of you that don't know, the Mormon Church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is known for proselyting. So they encourage their members to proselyte. We just aren't that good at it yeah and we aren't trying to do it here so yeah just be clear on that but th that's just one of his lines and then he goes on of course of course truth being funnier than fiction he goes on and talks about your parents for that and i've been at the show with janice and what he says would offend most mothers <laughs> but she was just howling along with everyone else because it was it was so funny. Well, see, so. that's the thing people want to know about our family and what it was like before Lori did all this. And that's what it was. We all laughed. We all had a good time. Um, everybody had each other's back. It was like, and we talk about that in, in the book. I remember um, our, our publicist sent me a message. She goes, hey, can you give some perspective about what your family was like before Lori did all this? So I did a whole chapter on on how our family was and what thing we went through and all that stuff. So anyways, all that will be uh, in the book coming out, hopefully uh, November 1st, if we get it together. Um, Adam, did you win a medal at your pickleball from, from LMFAO again? <laughs> yes, I did. I got a second place and a third place. I did not get a gold, a first place this time. There's a story behind that, a reason for it. We'll need to tell them, but. Usually you would get gold. There's a reason you didn't. Oh. But how many medals do you have? This is not a strange occurrence. Um, have you ever counted? A few. Yeah, a few dozen. Well, I, I love pickleball, so I've been playing a lot of tournaments. So, And chicken and pickle. Yes. And meddling in a whole lot of them. Thank you for asking, though. That's nice. Take, on, take all the pressure off me talking about my family. I love that. Anything that diverts any of this, this is good. <laughs> let me let me address this one if I could. Okay. Um from Mary Lou Webster, has this experience made you question your faith? Let me uh, let me give two answers. By my faith, if you mean as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, um, there is nothing in the human realm, like humans doing things, that will make me say, oh, that means the church is this, this, or this. So I don't even relate the two. Okay. Now, my faith in God, 
like do do why do bad things happen to good people like Tylee and JJ? No, it doesn't make me question that at all. I saw the effect of evil people doing evil like all of us have in our lives. This that is not unique to us. Right. I mean, the fact that there are two serial killers in the family hopefully is unique to us. I hope no one else has that. But that doesn't make all of your tragedies any different or any less painful in your lives than this is in ours. So it does make me question my faith in God. And of course, I don't have that much faith in people. The bar is low because there's evil in the world. And there's evil in people now that we know and yeah. have loved since the day they were born. That doesn't make me question my faith. So this, I don't have any connection between this evil that was perpetrated and my faith. So no, it didn't make me question it. How about yeah, me you? either. Here's another question from Joy. It says, how does healing and this experience affect relationships and trusting um, people in the future, dating, etc. I don't trust. I, I, I mean, I trust, maybe I trust too much, but this, I, I'm going to say this experience has caused me to be less trustworthy. Trustworthy. Or, I mean, you personally, sorry. less trusting, trusting. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how, the healing part, I think, is is going good. Um, trusting other people, I think. I, I think my guards up. You guys ever have that where your guards up when you're trying to trust somebody and you're just not sure? Yeah. So some, I think, some of my guard is up. So that may affect my dating or relationships or whatever. Get a little specific there. When you say your guard is up, certainly you aren't concerned about people you're dating being serial killers no what no. uh what what's up with that uh just i think just a general just a general because i've been so trusting my whole life that's true um that i just go with what people say and i just try not to judge and try to be like let them you know if they say they're doing something i was like oh that's good you're doing that yeah. and people are like you're so dumb you're, you're so you don't understand my my ex-wife would be the one that protected me a lot when we were married because i wouldn't see somebody that was trying to use me for something and she's like, you can't see this, but they're using you for this or this. I was like, no, they just need help with this or this. And so anyways. A little outside uh, note there. Bird, as you referred to yeah, her. Yeah, Bird, my ex-wife. Love Nicole. But yeah. she was on the cynical side, which is a good compliment to your yes. believing side. It, it, so it, it did that, help. It did I help think me. that was a good uh, good input a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I get it. Makes so much sense. Okay. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Uh, you guys, are you guys done with us yet? Well, they might be. By hope they're more done with the yeah, treats. Yeah, Rex, Rex bought treats, treats, and I, I had a, I had a brownie. So, um, you came from Maricopa? Oh, that's wow. a, nice. Okay. Trying to find it. Oh. oh, we're sorry. One of our optimists had trouble finding the place. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, that one? Yeah, go ahead. Question, what people's actions are not believe everything people say? What people's actions are. Oh, question. They're making a statement. Question what people's actions are 
and not believe everything they say. Yeah. And I think that is a follow on the yeah. what you were saying. Thank you for okay. all. Thank you guys for all your questions. Thank you for uh, our, you know, tuning into our our podcast. This is our second live that we've our done. Second meet and greet. Meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ever going to do a live back in St. George in the studio? Are we just going to be on? We're just going on this. Anytime Adams in town, we'll try to get to the studio and yeah, and record in the studio. Or maybe when Rex travels somewhere to a cool place, maybe Florida. I'll fly to Florida, then we could do a live together in Florida. December in Florida. Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to go to Florida. I love Florida. My son lives in Florida now, so we're gonna go see him. Tampa. So you may as well come on down. Let's give me to Tampa. And uh, someone asked about CrimeCon in Nashville next year. Oh, yeah. We haven't ruled that out. Yeah, we'll people have asked us about be, that. Be part of that. Um, we could. I'm not going to commit to that at this point, but I'm going to try to get a client to bring me out so they pay for it. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I like that. I have three or four clients there in Nashville. So Oh, nice. That would be nice. Somebody needs to pay for me. Okay, Lindsay, yes. You can oh Lindsay will be on the company payroll. We don't have a company payroll. <laughs> Lindsay, work, we don't have Lindsay company works money. for us for free right now. <laughs> I like yes. it. Okay, so are we wrapping up? I think so. I think okay. we've we've pretty much have we bored everybody to tears? Sorry. <laughs> oh good. And we thank you. We still will try to answer the question the comments. Uh, still we'll try to address them. One of the things Lindsay will do for us, I'm confident, is is help us do that, the communication, and and get a system down. We need to have a system so we see more of the comments and have a systemic, systematic way of Real quick, uh, I got to get this in. Tori mm-hmm. says, Adam, do you have any advice for a new pickleballer? Can you explain what pickleball is for those of us who don't know what it is? Now, we've had comments. When I mentioned pickleball, we did have comments. People like, what is pickleball? And then they said they went to YouTube and they watched pickleball because they mm-hmm. nobody nobody has heard of it. It's a sport, the fastest growing sport in America, by the way. No um, and it's a mix between tennis and ping pong, smaller court than tennis. You play with a paddle and maybe a ball that looks like a wiffle ball. And there's rules of where you hit it and all that stuff and scores. So that's in a nutshell pickleball and any advice keep your eye on the ball when you hit it (laughs) that's the best advice i can get you very good okay and anna thank you so so much for moderating this anna's sitting in her house in montana i was like do you have wi-fi in montana she's like yeah it works sometimes So thank you for that, and thank all of you, especially our our optimists that are here yes. with us. Thanks. For you guys are all going to get a book. Hey, <laughs> very good. So signing off the live stream, and we'll be uh, back with the podcast next week. Next week. Yep. Okay. Thank all right, you. Bye, everybody.